Costello program starring Brad Oxnum as Bud Abbott and John Malden as Lou Costello. Brought to you by the IDS, the inexplicable dumb show. The Abbott and Costello program with the modern rhythm of Will Osborne and his orchestra, Iris Adrian, our singing star, Connie Haynes, and... Spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub who, when caught lighting a fire under his uncle's bed because he heard him say he'd like to spend a night in hot springs, calmly said, I'm a bad boy. Costello, here you are again, late for work. Don't you realize this is one of the busiest days in our butcher shop? Where have you been? Abbott. I just came from the back room, and I've got bad news for you. Your cat just had chickens. My cat had chickens? You mean kittens. Cats don't have chickens. Oh, no? What were those things you had in that cardboard box? Chickens? Well, your cat just had them. Ah, talk sense. What are you doing with those live chickens? I'm tying stilts on their legs. What's the idea of putting the chickens up on stilts? That's for the customers. They're like their eggs scrambled. Oh, you idiot, stop this silliness. Get busy and dress those chickens. Don't stand there with your mouth open. Costello, can you dress a chicken? Not on the salary you pay me. Now, wait a minute. Your salary here is a matter between you and me, and it shouldn't leak out. Leak out? You don't give me enough to drip out. I said stop it. Costello, don't you ever dare mention your salary again. I won't. I'm just as much ashamed of it as you are. Will you shut up and get away from that showcase? What do you think you're doing? I'm pinning badges on the Frankfurters. You dummy, what do you want with badges on Frankfurters? I'm going to sell them for police dogs. Costello, you are a total loss. Yeah, but that joke was a wiener. <laughs> Costello, I can't stand here and talk to an idiot. Okay, I'll write you a note. Oh, stop it. Hello, Abbott Costello Butcher Shop. Costello speaking. Do you have pig knuckles? Yes, I do. How do you get your gloves on? <laughs> Say, that was a very funny joke. I think I'll pull it on Abbott. Hey, Abbott! Have you got pig's knuckles? No, but I have a nice oxtail. Now what am I going to do with the gloves? Now there you go again. No wonder we have no business with a dummy like you behind the counter. Look, Abbott. Shut up. I'm going to see just how good a salesman you are. I'll be the customer, and you wait on me. <clears throat> good morning. Is this Costello's Meat Market? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I mean, yes, sir. That's better. Well, you've got to be one or the other. Oh, you numbskull. Let's try it again. I'm going out and come in again. Are you going to come in as a man or a woman? I'm coming in as a man. Just my luck. I always get the stinkers. All right, all right. I'll come in as a woman. A young one or an old one? It doesn't make any difference. I'm just a woman in fancy. In fancy what? In fancy nothing. Lady, are you going to catch pneumonia? W will you please cut that out and take my order? Do you have a short ribs? No, sir. They're just as long as anybody else's. Cut out this nonsense. You're supposed to try to sell me something. I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm busy now. I I'm going to fill these frankfurters halfway up with sawdust. You're putting sawdust in the frankfurters? Yeah, it's very hard to make both ends meet. Would you like a couple of pounds, madam? No, I don't want any hot dogs. I don't like hot dogs. But they come in mighty handy. If you don't want to eat them, they make great suitcase handles. No, that did it. Get out from behind that counter and take off that apron. You're through. I'm giving you a pink slip. A pink slip? 
You can't bribe me with no pretty underwear. And furthermore, I don't look good in that lingerie. Costello, a pink slip means you are fired. Fired? I thought you was giving me something. Please, Abbott, give me another chance. All right, we'll try it once more. <clears throat> Butcher, do you have a nice three or four pound chicken I can take home? Yes, sir. Pull it? No, you'll have to carry him. He's a stubborn little rascal. There you go again with that silly talk. I forgot. I'm sorry. Try me again. All right. Butcher, do you have a little cape on? Now you're getting silly. You just told me to take my apron off, and now you ask me if I got a cape on. Where do you think I'm going? To the opera? No, no, I want a cape on, a chicken. You want a cape on a chicken? Okay, I'll put it on him, but he won't go out here alone. I'll send a duck with him, dressed in a duckcito. Let them both go to the opera. Let them go see that chicken opera, Cavallo Rusticana. I'll, I'll send a goose along so he can have a gander at it, too. And I'll teach you to banny words with me, you dumb cluck. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Okay, well, the opera will probably be a turkey anyway. No, stop it! Stop it! All I'm trying to tell you is, a capon is like a squab. Give me a young squab and I'll go home. A squab. Costello, do you know what a squab is? Sure. A squab is a storm they have in the ocean. That's a squall. A squall? That's what my grandmother wears around her shoulders, a wooden squall. No, no, that's a shawl. And besides, your grandmother doesn't wear a shawl. The last time I saw her, she had a cape on. Then why don't you go get the cape on from her? Oh, Costello, you give me a headache. Hand me that glass of water. I've got to take a seltzer tablet. No, don't tell me you're going to drop that seltzer tablet in, in that glass of water and drink it. Certainly. No, 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 no. Not that way, Abbott. You don't get the full effect of the seltzer tablet. Why don't you do like I do? Chew the tablet up first and swallow the water on top of it. Okay, I'll try it. Sure knocks your hat off, doesn't it? Costello, Costello, what are you doing? Take that picture down. That's not a picture, Abbott. It's a poem I wrote about the butcher shop. A poem? Let's hear it. Okay. Poem. There once was a butcher named Sutton, whose wife was a glutton for mutton. So he sneaked up behind her, shoved her into the grinder. No Sutton, no mutton, no glutton, no nutton. Get behind the counter, Costello. Here comes a customer. What can we do for you, sir? Is this the meat market? The meat market? Meat market? Meat market? Butcher shop. I'd like to buy a nice fat turkey. Chicken. Goose. Thought I had him that time. While you're cleaning the goose... I'll jump in that barrel with the herring. You're going to jump in the barrel with the herring. What for? <laughs> We're going to get pickled together. Costello, get busy and clean that goose. You clean it. i got to make an important phone call. Hello, E.M. That's swell, E.M. Oh, sure, E.M. Everything is swell, E.M. Okay, E.M. Goodbye, E.M. Who are you talking to? Myself. Yourself? Then who is E.M.? That's me, spelled backwards. You dummy. See what this lady wants. What can I do for you, miss? 
I'd like three or four slices of Virginia ham. Ham? Yes. Don't you think fried ham is really enchanting? Oh, it's just too, too divine. What would you suggest to go with Virginia ham? How about some Freud oogs? On second thought, I think I'll have a beach party down at Santa Monica. Santa Monica? Yes, we'll romp in the sand and then build a huge bonfire and roast frankfurters. Roast what? Frankfurters. Don't you just adore frankfurters? Yes, especially on a toasted boon with onions. Well, wrap up my order and bring it over in the delivery wagon. I'll be over on my bicycle. How do you like that dame, Abbott, with that phony accent? I wouldn't say that, Costello. I think she's very attractive, uh, very hoity-toity. She may be hoity, but she'll never see toity again. Hit mon laddies! Well, well, it's our old friend Scotty McBrown. Oh, did he sober up fast. Uh, what are you doing, Scotty? Looking for a turkey? Aye, laddie. I've been all over town looking for a special bird, and I don't think you'll have one either. What kind are you looking for? A double-breasted, four-legged turkey. How about one of these turkeys here? Mm, they're all too expensive, laddie. But if you can find me a young, tender sparrow, I'll gladly buy it from you. But, Scotty, you have a big family. How will that little sparrow look on your dining room table? I'll take care of that, laddie. I've got a bicycle pump. Imagine him buying a sparrow. That's nothing. Last Thanksgiving, they had a baby at his house. And what do you think they had for dinner? What? The stork. Look, Costello, here's your girlfriend, Lena Jenster. There you are, you poor man's porky pig. I ordered a turkey from you, and you sent me a broken-down pigeon. No, Lena, that was a turkey. It was a pigeon. It was a turkey. That's the first turkey I ever saw with a message tied to its leg. Well, at least it was a young pigeon. Young? That message was from Garcia. Costello, what's the idea sending Lena a carrier pigeon? What did she want me to send her? Walter Pigeon? <laughs> oh, what a foul joke. Lend me your garters, Abbott. I'm really snapping them tonight. Listen, Blubberhead, what about something for my Thanksgiving dinner? How about this nice chicken? That skinny-looking little thing? But, Lena, that's a genuine airplane chicken. Airplane chicken? Yes, all wings and no meat. I can let you have it for five dollars. You mean you're going to charge me for the chicken after I invited you to my house for Thanksgiving dinner? Why, you got a lot of nerve, you little cheapskate. No, I got to charge you for the chicken, Lena. Uh, but I was going to give you the really nice present. I mean, look at these stockings. I hope they're nylons. No, they're not nylons, but they're just as sheer and twice as durable. What are they? Salami casings. That does it. Costello, you couldn't come to my house for Thanksgiving dinner if you were starving to death. Goodbye. Abbott, yeah, now I haven't got anywhere to eat my Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, why can't I come over to your house? If you let me come, I'll, I'll even help you with the cooking. You'll help with the cooking? Do you know how to cook a turkey? No. 
Do you know how to make the dressing? No. Do you know how to make cranberry sauce? No, but I'll bring along my monkey wrench. What are you going to do with a monkey wrench? I'll help you tighten the nuts on the fruitcake. Gee, I'm glad you invited me over to your house for Thanksgiving dinner. Well, Costello, I'll probably be sorry I ever invited you. You you see, I'm giving a dinner tonight for the snooty set. Oh, now I'm not good enough to eat with pigs. Costello, you don't understand. Tonight I'm eating with the upper set. You'd better use the lowers, too. The gravy may be tough. Costello, I'm trying to tell you this is going to be a very classy affair. I've hired Melonhead as the butler, and he's bringing a little silver tray to brush the crumbs in. Crumbs? Certainly. Don't you have crumbs at your table? Oh, sure, Abbott. You're welcome any time. Oh, come on. I've got to see that everything is ready. All right, Costello. The guests are arriving. Open the door and announce them as they come in. Announcing Lord Pipsqueak, Knight of the Garter. Announcing Lord Soakdish, Knight of the Bath. And Hedy Lamar. Costello, Hedy Lamar isn't here. Oh, I was thinking of another night. Young man, how dare you leave me standing here? Take my card and announce me. Okay. Hillside 2163, ask for Hazel. That isn't my card. I'm sorry, I got your card mixed up with one of my own. Costello, watch your manners. This woman happens to be Lady Beatrice Cuddlebone. That's right, old boy. My home is at Hastings on the Thames. Hastings on the Thames. Then maybe you know my Aunt Harriet. My Aunt Harriet is bow-legged, you know. From Hastings on the Thames? No, from hitchhiking on oil trucks. Costello, more guests are arriving. Hello, boys. Are we in time for dinner? Well, it's Ken Niles, and look who he's got with him tonight. Mrs. Niles. Hello, Mr. Abbott. And hello to you, too, Mr. Costello. Well, well, my old friend Mrs. Niles. You know, it's been a long time since we worked together on the radio, so let's not waste any time. What do you know that's nasty? (laughs) The same old Costello. You certainly look a sight in that brown suit and that little white collar. Oh, do you like it? Yes, You look like a short beer with legs. I'm sorry you had to say that, Mrs. Niles. I was just about to say something nice about you. 
I saw your picture in a drugstore window uh, this afternoon, and I was so fascinated that I stood and looked at it for three hours. You saw my picture in a drugstore window? Yes, on a bottle of iodine. Costello, cut that out. Oh, Mrs. Niles, what have you there in that package? Oh, I brought a little Thanksgiving present for you, Mr. Abbott. A nice, fat Belgian hare. I raised them, you know. Well, thank you, Mrs. Niles. Costello, take Mrs. Niles' hair. Take her what? Take her hair and put it in the icebox. Okay. No! No, you fool! Let go of my hair! Costello, now look what you've done. Speak to Mrs. Niles. Hello, Baldy. Oh, I've never been so insulted in all my life. Come, Mrs. Niles, I'll show you into the table. Very well. You may take my arm. Does that come off, too? Well, let's all be seated now. Costello, help Melonhead put the turkey on the table. Okay. Oh, put me down! I thought it was funny the turkey was wearing cotton stockings. Well, Costello, now that the dinner is over and all the guests have gone, I just want to tell you, you'll never come to my house again. You insulted Mr. and Mrs. Niles. You ate like a pig. You used the soup for a finger bowl. And worst of all, why did you eat all the white meat off that turkey? I wanted to make a clean breast of it. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <sighs> oh, I guess I'm just no good, Abbott. I'm just a lumpy piece of dough in the gravy of life. I'll bet when I die they'll cremate me, they'll find clinkers in my ashes. I say they will. Oh, give me one more chance, Abbott. I promise I'll never say or do anything to get in trouble again. Well, we'll see. Better go on out home now, Costello. It's late. All right. Well, good night, Abbott. Oh, good night, Melonhead. Good night, Costello. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Yes, I have. Gee, Melonhead, Thanksgiving's the best day of the year. What's the matter with St. Patrick's Day? Well, nothing. In fact, Thanksgiving and St. Patrick's Day are my two favorite holidays. Oh, so you don't like Easter? I didn't even mention Easter. What's wrong with Easter? But nothing. I wish every Sunday was Easter. Oh, how do you like this guy? He has nothing to do all day himself, so what does he care how hard the poor hens work laying eggs? Look, Melonhead, forget about the hens. They don't have to lay any eggs. Oh, you want to lay them all on your program, eh? Please, Melonhead, forget the whole thing. Forget all the holidays. Let's not have any more holidays. Well, including Mother's Day? Now he drags my poor mother into this. I'm not dragging your mother in any place. Oh, you wouldn't be seen in public with my mother. She's not good enough for you. Certainly she's good enough for me. Well, I'll take her any place. I'll take her to dinner. I'll take her dancing. I'll buy her beautiful flowers. Get a load of this rat. My mother and father have been married for 43 years, and now he wants to break up our home. I'm not trying to break up your home. In fact, I wish you were there right now. No, he wishes I was home. My home is in Fairbanks, Alaska. He wants me to go up there and freeze to death. Don't go up there where it's cold. Go down where it's warm, where it's hot. Where it's red hot. Oh, go on. Hint. Look, Melonhead, I'm not arguing with you. You're standing here growling at me. Oh, now I'm a dog. Go on, throw me a bone. I wouldn't throw you a bone. Oh, you're going to make me sit up and beg for it. 
How do you like that? He sat there all night stuffing himself with turkey and now he wants me to gnaw on a bone. That settles it. I'm going to punch you right in the nose. Okay, Melonhead. Now you got me mad. I'll fight you. Then 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 I'll fight you. And I'll meet you in the backyard in 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll be there. And don't bring any uh, tough gangster friends with you. Well, don't worry. I'll be there all alone. You're darn tootin' you will, because I ain't going to be there. And now, here are Bud Abbott and Lou Costello to tell you one of their very funny jokes. No, 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 not that. Anything but that. Let me out of here. Hey there, fella. Don't go away mad. Come on back to our dressing room. We'll talk it over. Yes, we'll give you a bottle of wine. No, thanks. I never use it. We'll give you a nice box of candy. No, thanks. I never use it. I'll give you a bar of soap. Talk yourself out of that one. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. And remember, buy your victory bonds at your movie theater. Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show, brought to you by The Inexplicable Dumb Show. The Abbott and Costello Show, starring Brad Oxnum as Bud Abbott and John Malden as Lou Costello and featuring the melodious vocal stylings of Tara Malden, will be back at this very same time next week. Don't miss it. This is Ken Niles on the interwebs wishing you all a pleasant good night. This is the IDS, the Inexplicable Dumb Show, wishing you all a happy and pleasant Thanksgiving. Would you like to be a pal of the Inexplicable Dumb Show? Why don't you head on over to www.inexplicabledumbshow.com and look for the Hosting Donations Accepted button. Press that and make a donation and help the Dumb Show cover its web hosting fees. Your donation is greatly appreciated. Thank you for your support. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Dot com. Blueberry dot com. Pop Alternative Media.